1: 3-0-5, Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon, I want to remind you that Bobby Kennedy Jr. is going to be with us. Looking forward to catching up with him. First time we've had a chance to chat with him since he said, Fare thee well to the Democrats and launched his independent campaign for president. Remind you as well. Politics and Pints coming up on Wednesday, November the first. It's down in Hopewell this time. First time ever. We we heard so many people saying you need to come south of the river. And uh yeah, well, you know, those who are uh, map challenge thought they meant the appomattox but nonetheless, we're gonna be there Wednesday, November the first, the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. Only way to get your tickets, of course, news com and they're just flying out the door like hotcakes. So If you want to go, I'm just telling you, as your friendly Uncle Jeff, go to NewsRadioWRBA.com. Get your tickets now while you can. This past weekend, I am appalled to say that there were pro-Hamas demonstrations and marches in the city of Richmond. And uh, my old buddy, Mike Dickinson, was there. Mike has become, for my money, one of the best citizen journalists, citizen reporters that I've ever seen, and uh, you remember that he's been with me for years and years and years, We're going back way back before he even realized he was a conservative, and I wanted to bring Mike on because I was watching his coverage of these marches, and he's kind enough to join us. Mike, thank you for being here, man.
2: Thanks, always. Always have time for, for you and your show. I've been here since before I was a conservative. You know that. That's
1: right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get some of the credit for, you know, showing you the light and bringing you over to the right side exactly. of things. But, uh,
3: you did, exactly. Uh, uh, all
1: right, Mike, now listen, you are a VCU grad. You're a Richmond guy. Give us the, uh, the lay of the land. What the heck happened this past weekend? I was looking at your videos, and I thought, oh my God, can't possibly be in Richmond, but it was. VCU has just become a terrible hotspot
2: for terrorism, people who support terrorists. They, I don't know, VCU has gone downhill the, the, in, the, in the 10 15 years since I've been there. It's been, it's been terrible. And anyone who followed what happened at VCU during the riots of 2020 and how VCU stood there and didn't do anything and kind of chaired their, their wacky professors cheered on all the disruption and destruction of Richmond. Not surprising that this is again going on and the hot spot is VCU. Um, they had a, a, a the day uh, the day of rage for the j- jihad. They had movements all across America where people came out to support Hamas and support all the terrible things they're doing over there. And, and about a thousand people came out in Richmond to Bonner Park and marched around the streets. It was VCU students, VCU professors, VCU alumni, and I'm just sickened that all of this is going on in Richmond and VCU. I didn't know we had a thousand want to be terrorists in Richmond but but apparently we do.
1: Wow. Wow. Did you did you see any of the familiar faces that you had seen a couple of years back with the BLM and Antifa folks? Oh, they're all they, they've been all out there. I mean,
2: during all of the Trump trains that we did in Richmond, whenever we would encounter people, we saw a lot we've been seeing a lot of these Free Palestine or We Support Pat. We've seen these signs in the Antifa and in the BLM a community for for the last four years it's not a surprise and i wasn't surprised when i read that you know blm national came out in support of hamas and and palestine and the palestinians And i wasn't surprised when all the antifas have been beating the drum because we've seen we've seen it on their social media for years and we've alerted the authority for years that this has been going on and and, you know it's they they kind of built a terror network to tell you the truth
1: so, uh, let me know what uh, the response is from Dr. Rao, because uh, th- there have been collegiate leadership uh, folks around the country standing up and condemning this this brutal slaughter perpetrated by uh, uh, the folks inside of Hamas. And uh, was Dr. Rao amongst that, uh, that group?
2: So, Dr. Rao originally issued a statement saying that he condemned their barbaric and savage actions that was his first statement he issued. And then okay. there's a guy, there's a there's a well, and then there's an employee at VCU, a VCU employee, the Muslim life director, named Bilal Kwasari. He he works for VCU. He and he he organized this big thing against Dr. Rao and demanded a sit down meeting with him and demanded diversity training for anybody who speaks out against Hamas. And then Dr. Rao revised his statement to just say that he Wants to he 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 supports love and peace and wants to pray wants to wish well upon the injured doesn't want anybody injured he he revised his statement he bowed down to the Hamas supporters now wait
1: a minute so so Rao in the first part says exactly what you would expect a decent human being to say and that was that he condemned the savage brutal slaughter of innocent people. And then, yes. who is this guy that said, "Oh, you've you've got to talk to me before you make uh, any other statements"?
2: The guy's name is Bilal Koyasi. Quisa- he is the Muslim Life Director at VCU. I didn't know VCU had a Muslim Life Director on payroll, mm. but apparently they do. I don't know wow. if there's a Christian Life Director or a Catholic Life Director, but the Muslims yeah. have a Muslim Life Director at VCU, and he's paid wow. by the taxpayers, being you're paying for him, and no his Twitter timeline is just. His Twitter timeline is just full of rage and hate, and support for Hamas, and support for what the Hamas is doing, and supporting the Global Day of Jihad. He, you know, he 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 retweeted that poster many times, and he is just very anti anti American and very pro violence and very pro Hamas. I don't know what he's doing in the United States if he hates it here so bad.
1: Wow! And if he, if he, if he supports. I didn't mean to cut you off so you're talking, and then Raul caved to this nonsense yes. and yep. and so so his his new statement was like oh everybody gets a puppy and a unicorn and everybody'll be happy sort of garbage
2: Yes it was the typical oh. you know we 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 don't want anybody to get injured peace and love peace and love you know we we want to wish for the we want to pray we want to we want to wish well with injury on all sides you know totally wow. bowed down and totally you know just revived, totally you know, didn't hold anybody responsible and bowed down.
1: Jeez, that's appalling. I Look, you're an alum. Do you get uh, emails or letters from them asking for money at VCU?
2: All the time, and I'm embarrassed to be an alumni of VCU. I, I, when I went to VCU, you know, we, we weren't worried about trying to commit acts of terror. We were trying to have fun and party <laughs> and go to basketball games, and we weren't really worried about trying to commit terrorism or tear down statues or fight with the police. You know, yeah, we were trying yeah. to have fun and be college students, but the kids these days are just so brainwashed and indoctrinated. By the time they get to VCU, and then the professors at VCU are all sharks, you know, looking for looking to to prey on the weak, and they have a willing bunch when they get to VCU. I mean, and so these professors at VCU are no better; they're terrible.
1: I hear you. Mike Dickinson is joining us, and Mike is uh, look. I've always described you as an interesting guy, and we've been friends for. I don't know 10 11 years whatever it is long time when when you were you know like I said you were on the wrong side of things but we, but but always we've always had I think a, a very cordial friendly relationship we got you know, backgrounds in wrestling and all that other good stuff. So I, I, I say this with tremendous admiration, Mike. I think you've become the best citizen journalist this side of Andy No, I, I just I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody uh, dive into it the way that you're doing. So, so my hat is off to you, man. I mean, I just want you to know that. I want everybody to hear that. Now i got to ask you about, uh, is it Tyrone Nelson is a member of the Henrico <laughs> County Board of Supervisors, and, and, and he serves on the VCU board. Is that what I'm understanding?
2: Yes, Tyrone Nelson, v- Henrico County Board of Supervisors, he's a pretty nice guy in public, a public figure. He's on the VCU Board of Visitors. He was reported by Northam. He's responsible, I mean, him and others are responsible for the payroll of VCU and budgeting and overseeing the university. Right. Um, brought this to his attention on Twitter, and Tyrone Nelson blocked me. <laughs> so,
1: now, this is what I don't understand. You, I, I looked at what you were asking, because, you know, I mean, between us, I, I could see you saying something that would have torqued him enough that he would have blocked you, but I, <laughs> I, I looked at what you said, and I, in all candor, I didn't see anything that was bad or offensive. You were legitimately asking him how he felt uh, about these pro Hamas terrorist marches and displays at VCU, and then he blocked you.
2: Well, he's a he's you know he's a he he wants to be a good Democrat, and the good Democrat line is to is to, to, to not condemn Hamas. He wants to be a good Democrat and be on the Democrat team, and he's going to not not anger the young Democrats by speaking out against Hamas because there's a division in the yeah. Democrat Party over this, and you see it. The older, the older, more experienced Democrats. They, they're they against Hamas and the terrorism, but the younger radical Democrats, they are pro-100% Hamas, and they are very energized. Yeah. And they're all about BLM, Antifa, violent riots. That's what they're. The young Democrats are
1: all about that. Yeah, you know, I will tell you what though, I'm inspired. There's a guy up in New York, a congressman by the name of Richie Torres, who's a pretty young guy, and he has been one of the most passionate people speaking out against Hamas. He's a Democrat, and, and and he he has disowned the rest of the Democrats, saying you people ought to hang your heads in shame. It's disgusting. Uh, there's just no way that you can be in in, in support of any organization that's that's doing. Uh, what it's doing. Uh, so, so what's next, Mike? Are you hearing anything from VCU that uh, d- there's going to be a meeting between Rao and what was it, his director for Muslim Life or whatever? Kwasar yeah.
2: No, I haven't heard anything, and everyone on online has been quiet. Uh, the GOP has been quiet. Hopefully, the GOP can do something. You know, Youngkin's appointees are now starting to take over the board of visitors. Okay. Youngkin has a 9 to 7 advantage on the Board of Visitors right now. Oh. So they could, they, could, they could push some things through and clean up, start to clean up the university if they were so motivated to do so.
1: Okay. All right. And listen, while you're out there uh, sort of uh, hitting the streets, find out what's going on at that uh, Richmond City Jail. We've got another death under the watch of uh, Antoinette Irving, the uh, esteemed sheriff of the city.
2: She, she's terrible, and I appreciate what you said about me being the best citizen journalist in Richmond. And I really, you know, it's, 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 you, know you, you as a wrestling guy and me as a wrestling guy, we, we know this. What, what you have to do is you have to find a way to get yourself over. Like Kevin Owens, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, when, when, the, when, when, the, when the establishment won't give you anything, you have to find a way to go and get yourself over. Yeah. And that's what I've been able to do with my citizen journalism, I and mean, they can't ignore me.
1: No, they can't ignore you. You're doing a great job. Uh, Mike, I appreciate the fact that you're here this afternoon. We'll check back in, I don't know, in a week or so. You'll keep us updated, all right?
2: Okay, sounds good.
1: All right, thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. That is, uh, Mike Dickinson. He's a good guy. In fact, you know what, Germ? It's just occurred to me. We should just lock Mike in for like every other week or something because he, he seems to be the guy that's really, really, really got a handle on all of this stuff. It is 316, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRPA. 21 chef cats news radio wrva it is a monday afternoon happy to have you on board we're going to chat with uh carl carlson at uh, 4 35 aaron barr will be with us at 5 35 tomorrow afternoon bobby kennedy jr will be with us again uh Quick note here says, Hey, is uh, Michael, is Mike Dickinson over on X? I'd love to follow him. You know, he is. uh, Mike, do me a favor. You got my number. Text me the best um, handle on X, formerly known as Twitter, that you would like people to uh, follow you on, and I will make sure that we share that with everybody. Uh, Mike says, Jeff, please let your listeners living in Henrico know they have a sheriff up for uh, re-election who refers to Trump supporters as MAGA extremists. Well, uh, the sheriff in Henrico has got a lot of uh, uh, questionable things going on. Do you know that the clerk of courts is the last county-wide Republican left in Henrico? Seriously, that's it's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, you can see the way that Henrico's going, it seems like. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. you got to do something about it if you live in Henrico. I know my buddy John Reed lives in Henrico, and uh, Lord knows he's working overtime to try and help Henrico become better. I think he's got some great vision of what Henrico used to be and, and probably should be in the future. And uh, hopefully he'll be very, very successful uh, in what he's doing there. And I want to remind you about politics and pints in our text line. Let me give you the text number first, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. You're always welcome to text, doesn't matter when it is or or what your comments are. I'll figure out if they're suitable for, uh, for airing, 833-804-1140. On uh, Wednesday, November the 1st, uh, we are getting the band back together. That's me, that's John Reed, that's Howard Gutman. Uh, We've been doing this uh, Politics and Pint show now for five years, believe it or not. Uh, It has always been a great success, a big-time sellout, people coming from all over to, uh, to be part of it. And I'd love to have you be part of it. The way that you can do that, in fact, the only way that you can do that is to head on over to NewsRadioWRVA.com. I would do it now while the tickets are still there. Simple as that. You want to come? You got to go now. Uh, NewsRadioWRVA.com and get your tickets. I think we've still got some VIP packages left. I don't honestly know. So I, I'm just going to send you to the website. It'll be clear once you get there at newsradio.wrba.com. If in fact we have uh, uh, a couple of a uh, VIP packages left, I would I would urge you, man, get them because they'll be gone the next time you go, and you're going to miss out. The VIP package, in fact, not only gets you seating in the front rows, which is Obviously, the best place to be, right? But it gets you uh, early admission. You get in at uh, 545. You're going to spend an hour or so with a special private meet and greet with me, with John, with Howard. It'll be great fun. And the only way that you can get your ticket, because we don't sell them at the door, nobody else gets to sell them. It's strictly online, newsradio, WRVA.com. And a lot of people reaching out and saying, Jeff, it is so great to hear the brand new weather. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, I happen to be a fan of eight news. ABC eight does such a great job with everything. Shane Moreland's a buddy of mine and has just uh, put together a crack staff over there. So we are thrilled that uh, we've now got eight news delivering all of our important weather reports. Great stuff. 326, Jeff Katz, news radio, WRVA. 335, Jeff Cats, News Radio WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon. We are inching closer and closer and closer and closer to the uh, latest episode. Politics and Pints. Somebody said it's the seventh time we've done it. Somebody put a number on it. I don't know if that's true. I just know we've been doing it for five years. And uh, John Reed and Howard Gutman and I uh, uh, get together, and we just we we talk about stuff. We really do. Simple as that. Just talk about stuff. Nah, it gets a little animated and raucous and exciting and uh, you know, stuff like that. I wanted to thank. Uh, we got some great sponsors, uh, Coletti, and uh, also Richmond Office Interiors. Richmond Office Interiors, my guy Cole. We've got uh, God. We've got everything from richmond office interiors my entire uh, office setup is, is from richmond office interiors and then we actually went and we got uh we got some living room furniture and bar stools and foot rests. they got it all anyway all right i digress i'd love for you to come and join us on wednesday november the first it is at the hope at the uh, beacon theater rather in hopewell Only way you can get your tickets, go online at newsradowrva.com, newsradowrva.com. It is absolutely positively appalling and shameful that former President Donald Trump has now had a gag order imposed on him. Now listen, fact of the matter is, whether you like him or you don't like him, he is the leading candidate for President of the United States. And at least in this country, we do not silence people simply because we may or may not like what they have to say. They're seeking office. They are allowed to tell us what they think, what their plans are. It is an absolutely, positively disgusting moment. That the former president of the United States and the leading candidate to win in 2024 has been silenced or is being silenced. I, I, I have a feeling that uh, it's not going to work. I don't, I don't see how you can silence the former president. I think it's, it's just absurd. But it's it's a good example of how far we have fallen in this country over the last couple of years. This is Joe Biden, gang. There's no doubt about that. It's awful, just absolutely awful. Uh, every Friday now, I will be uh, ending the program for the uh, foreseeable future by sharing with you a rendition of Hatikva. Hatikva literally means the hope. Hebrew for the hope it is the national anthem of Israel somebody sent me notes Jeff you ought to play the uh, the music from Exodus I think that's the national anthem of Israel Uh, no (laughs) it's 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 not Hatikva is the national anthem of Israel and so uh, while Israel is dealing with this brutal assault upon their children and their elderly it's a little thing, I know, but I just thought it would be a, 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 a reminder, just a reminder of what our friends in Israel are up against. This, make no mistake, is a worldwide war being w- waged against the Jewish people. I've seen this before. <laughs> I know how this goes as does BB Netanyahu, got into uh, i I don't even want to say a dispute over the weekend, somebody uh, uh, posted some ridiculous things on Facebook, because I was talking about BB Netanyahu, and I, I, I don't get into it anymore, just so you know. Uh, when when you, you post absolutely ridiculous things, moronic things, anti-Semitic, I, 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 just, I just block you, you're just gone. But I understand, because I have seen this before, how this hatred of Jews manifests itself. Let me give you an example. While we have a thousand morons at VCU marching to support Hamas because they're, well, they are the poster children for what the Soviets called useful idiots. Hamas terrorists kidnapped a disabled 17-year-old girl who cannot walk, She cannot talk. And the only way that she is able to eat is through a feeding tube that her her family takes care of. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. She was with her uh, family at that music festival where Hamas slaughtered 260 innocent people. Make no mistake, the Hamas folks are the absolute scum of the earth. Deplorable, bottom-feeding savages.
2: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Without missing a minute of the game.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com And this is what they have done. And this is what, unfortunately, they will continue to do unless they are completely and totally eliminated. Hamas must be destroyed. 260 innocent people slaughtered that music festival. But the 17-year-old girl, completely and totally disabled, unable to walk, unable to talk, unable to feed herself, she was kidnapped. Her, her family, what's left of them, of course, uh, well, just has no idea what's happened to her. I would imagine, and it's going to sound terrible and people are going to cringe, but I have to say it because I just have to be honest with you. I would imagine that many in her family are hoping and praying that she was killed in as humane a manner as you can be killed. Why? Because these Hamas degenerates have shown what they do to women in particular grandmothers, raped in front of the family. Can you imagine that? That's what Hamas is all about. That's what these thousand useful idiots in BCU were marching to support. Michael Rao had an almost moment of uh, the courage. I mean, it lasted for a couple of seconds till he backed down. The hell is wrong with him? For a couple of moments, he was honest and said Hamas was brutal and savage. And then all of a sudden, oh, I don't know, you got an angry email from somebody. And the next thing you know, well, you know, we just want everybody to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And, and we'll bake uh, s'mores. Yeah, let's bake s'mores. That's what we'll do. Woman with uh, dementia. You saw those videos. Again, a grandmother with dementia. They kidnapped her. And and they are abusing her as we speak. I, I, I will guarantee it. The videos and the photos that you've seen are not one-tenth as brutal as the videos and the photos you haven't seen. But this is exactly who and what Hamas is. Vile, despicable creatures. I... I, I I didn't even know what to say about this this missing 17 year old But it it, it just I hope I hope gives you an idea Gives you just a, a tiny little idea What they're capable of And this is why you've you've got to fight back this is why you've you you've got to stand up and Smash them Simply put they they, they've got to be destroyed They've got to be destroyed because to do anything else would be a failure to do anything else Would mean that we are turning our backs And we can't do that they absolutely positively must be destroyed Three forty-four, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Three fifty-one, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon, a little more than a half hour from now. Our friend Carl Carlson from Carlson Financial is going to be along. We'll uh, talk about the economy, such as it is, and what you might be able to do to get yourself better positioned. You know, the last couple of months have not looked good. If you've been opening up your uh, 401k statements, just the way it is, I suppose, and uh, you gotta you gotta make sure you're preparing. I mean, just that simple. 5:35. Aaron Barr, the uh, independent running for Commonwealth's Attorney in Chesterfield County, is going to be with us now. You know, uh, we'd love to have the uh, nominal Republican. Uh, she just doesn't bother answering any of our calls. It hasn't answered uh, anything from us, I guess, in a couple of years now. Bizarre, don't you think? Well, I'm, what can I tell you? Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, Aaron Barr will be with us at 535. Jeff, uh, when the redistrict in parts of Henrico moved me to the 4th Congressional District, it basically put me in a safely blue voting block. I can't vote against Spamburger anymore, and uh, we have a Democrat running without a challenger. I feel like moving because I want no part of this. It's disheartening and feels rigged. Uh, that's because it's disheartening and it's rigged. I mean, but otherwise, you know. Uh, what the heck? Your mileage, I suppose, may vary. Uh, so much that uh, we have going on. Let me uh, let me share a little snippet. I've got just enough time uh, to do this for you. Uh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher has become a voice of reason. But the weird thing is Bill Maher hasn't really changed. Bill Maher is Bill Maher. Bill Maher is exactly who he has always been. He points this out. Bill Maher is a liberal. He makes no apologies for it. He is uh, really a classic liberal with a little dose of libertine in him. But he's appalled at where the leftists have gone. The leftists now are firmly anti-Semitic. They're awful, awful people. Take a listen. Cut number three. We can't have a conversation about the deeper context here. We have to have that conversation. That does not... Justify in
4: any way what happened? You said there's a siege on Gaza. That's right. There has also been a blockade
1: uh, since 2007. Um, that is part of this context. Again, not a justification. Never a justification. Um, well, a blockade from a, a land they gave back. Yeah. They, they withdrew back. Right, then Gaza is well. They withdrew occupied. their forces yeah. and settlements from within Gaza. Okay, but the reason there's a blockade is to stop like this from happening. They gave it back. They said, "You know what? Make your life on your own." He's so right. Remember now, Israel consistently has been told, "Land for peace. Give us land. We'll give you peace." The Israelis, I don't know. Maybe they're just continual suckers. They've given away land, given away land, given away land. You know what they got? No peace, that's for sure. No peace. Well, give us more land. Oh, there does come a point where you say, yeah, I think we're done. From the river to the sea. Remember what Hamas wants. Hamas doesn't want Gaza. They want to destroy the Jews. I mean, that's the mission here, kids. And we can try and sugarcoat it and talk about it in terms of land and area. It is the extermination of the Jews that they are seeking. If you're on board with that, well, I think you're a despicable human being. But otherwise, I, I wish you nothing but a, a, a polite and a friendly day, right? It's amazing to think there's still people like that, but there are. Uh, it is 356, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 5 Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon, half hour from now. Our friend Carl Carlson is going to be here. We'll talk about the uh, economy, such as it is, uh, war in the Middle East. You have to imagine it's going to impact us, right? Fuel is going to be the first thing that uh, most of us think of, and uh, I'm sure there are other things. But uh, Carl will uh, bring us up to speed at 4:35. At 5:35, Erin Barr, she is the independent running for Commonwealth's Attorney in Chesterfield County. Looking forward to uh, having her on the program. Uh, it, it's very, very interesting race. Very interesting race, and. I would imagine that becomes one of the topics we'll discuss at the next Politics and Pints. That's Wednesday, November the 1st, the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. It's, what, a week before the, uh, the whole election season wraps up. So you want to be there. Make no mistake about it. It is uh, me, it's John Reed, it's Howard Gup. It's going to be a special appearance by uh, former Governor Doug Wilder. He'll come out and say a couple of words and look forward to hearing what he has to say. And then it'll be uh, off to the races, so to speak, uh, with me, with John, with Howard, and we will do what we have done for five years. And that is to uh, entertain thousands of people, all the while pointing out just how incredible Incredibly wrong, Gutman is about so very much, and uh, you can be there right in the front rows. It's not like a Gallagher show. You don't have to bring any sort of uh, sheeting with you, but you can be right there in the front rows if you get your VIP package. Uh, You get the front rows uh, for seating, which is great. And you get a uh, ticket, obviously, for a complimentary beverage. If you're over the age of 21, we'll uh, make sure that it has a proof sign after it. Uh, You get into the whole thing uh, early. I think it's 5.45, I think, is when you guys would get in with the VIP. The show doesn't start until 7, and we'll spend that time backstage doing a nice meet and greet with me, with uh, with John, with Howard. So it'll be great stuff. How do you get tickets? It's a great question. NewsradioWRBA.com. That's it. It's the only way we've ever sold tickets. We've never had walk-up tickets. Uh, we've never sold them via anyone else. You've got to go to the website. That's all. Newsradio, wrba.com. And as I said, I think there's still VIP tickets left, but uh, I'm not entirely sure. And I'll leave that up to you. When you head over there, you can uh, find out for yourself. I've got to share a little, uh, a little story. I mentioned earlier this Richie Torres. Now, I don't know Richie Torres. He's a congressman from the Bronx up in New York City and he's a democrat and by his own description he's a liberal democrat and i have tremendous admiration for this guy because he's standing up and saying you cannot be a decent human being and support hamas you you cannot be a decent human being and not refer to them as terrorists they're not militants they're not fighters they are Engaging in this savage behavior. Slaughtering innocent people. Now, I don't know if this Congressman Richie Torres is putting his own political career in jeopardy. I have no idea. I I can't tell you what it's like to live in the Bronx these days. I just don't know. Solidly Democrat? Yes. So is he pretty safe with that D after his name? Probably. But what about the leadership of his party? Because it sure seems like uh, there's now a Hamas caucus in Congress trying to excuse all of this. Torres said the media needs to be condemned for, quote, sanitizing Hamas terrorists. He condemned other, ter- other Democrats for not referring to them as terrorists. I mean, he is just all over the place. He had a great op-ed piece, which I have posted, by the way. Uh, He had it, I think it was in the New York Post. I've got it posted. If you're with me on uh, Facebook, then you've seen it. If you're not with me, then uh, check it out. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. It is up there, and you can take a look at it. IDF, the Israel Defense Force, says they are setting the stage for the, quote, second level of operations. What does that mean? Well, they are dealing with uh, some of the uh, Hezbollah fighters from the north, coming from Lebanon. But the leadership in Lebanon seems to be relatively smart, in that they're saying, "Hey, we don't want any part of this." Lebanon used to be the resort in the Middle East. Lebanon was a place where you went, and you 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 were just you were sitting on the. Beach and it was the latest fashions in a lot of K. It was, it was a great vacation spot. And of course, it's uh, it's been dealing with its own inner conflict for a period of time. But at least one of the leaders in Lebanon, the uh, minister uh, like, like our uh, secretary of the Treasury, the minister of uh, economic affairs or something, said, hey, we, we don't want any part of this We're we're not part of this. Leave us alone. We're leaving you alone. You know, do your thing. Hezbollah, however, operates with a base in Lebanon. That is sort of their base of operations. And understand that behind all of this is Iran, biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. Now, what are they motivated by? They're motivated by their hatred of the Jews. I'd like to tell you that it's it's deeper than that. I'd like to tell you that there's more subtext or context. It's not. And they see Israel and the United States as the two great satans, and they are hell bent on destroying them. And they want to bring along the uh, the uh, uh, the arrival of, of of the latest Mahdi. That's their goal. And if they got to slaughter you to do it, then you, that's what they do. They're okay with that. It's why I'm so puzzled at how stupid some people are. And let me tell you, there's some really stupid people out there. This group, Queers for Palestine, could be the, the biggest collection of morons I have ever encountered. I don't understand how you can be that stupid. And yet, there they are. Queers for Palestine, is what they call themselves. And and I continue to just sort of scratch my head. What did I tell you last week? If I ever encountered them, I would have to ask them, do you know how to fly? And unless their answer was yes, I would remind them that they are complete and total morons. Thoroughly useful idiots. You want to support Iran? You want to support... uh, Hamas, it's the same thing. If you stood with a sign that said queer for anything, you'd be dragged to the top of a building and thrown off. Really? That's the side you want to stand with? I think it illustrates a a failure on the part of uh, much of the American educational system, to be perfectly blunt. How can people be so clueless? I don't know I go back to the statement I made the very beginning of this and I said you can stand with Israel or you are standing with evil I'm wearing a I stand with Israel bracelet my pal Emily Morrissey made it for me and I love it I love it. it just it arrived in the mail today and it's uh, blue and white colors of uh, Eretz Yisrael the colors of the Jewish people and it says I stand with Israel So I'll be wearing this uh, for as long as it holds up. And let me tell you, she does a nice job. There's all hot quality bracelets that Emily makes. I know, because I got like, I probably have a couple hundred at this point. They're great. Anyway. A uh, lot of stuff that we are going to be dealing with. If you hadn't seen that or you're not aware of what I'm talking about, this, this, this post article, go on over. Uh, the Jeff Cat Show on Facebook is the best way to do it. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. Now, I'm also on X, formerly known as Twitter. That's Jeff Cat Show. You can find me over there at Jeff Cat Show. And I just texted uh, uh, Mike Dickinson to find out what the best uh, social media handles for him are. And I will share them with you. Uh, ASAP. It is 414, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 421, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. You know what's really interesting is that uh, part of the reason that Iran is so heavily invested in this is because of Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump brought real peace to the Middle East with the Abrahamic Accords, and was on track, on track for normalized relations between Israel and a multitude of Arab states, including Saudi Arabia. And what Iran wanted, because you have to understand, Iran hates Saudi Arabia. The Iranian leadership hates Saudi Arabia. And uh, Mohammed uh, bin Salman, who is the, the leader in Saudi Arabia now, is, of course, in favor of the, quote, Palestinian cause. Because you have to be. But in reality, in reality, Saudi Arabia wants normalized relations with Israel. Why? A lot of money lot of opportunity Iran doesn't offer any of that stuff and MBS absolutely positively is looking at business and relationships and the leadership in Saudi Arabia knows full well that the leadership in Iran is to use a technical term bat crap crazy the leadership in Iran wants to bring about the end of the world, really. That's, that's kind of what they're aiming for. And the leadership in Saudi Arabia says, uh, you know, mm-mm. we're, we're kind of good. We, we, we kind of like the lifestyle that we have here. The money provides us with a lot of opportunities. And make no mistake, Saudi Arabia is not exactly uh, a, quote, progressive nation. But this MBS has his eyes on the future. Iran wants the return of the, uh, the 12th Mahdi. That's what they want. They want the end of the world. Because they are convinced that they are going to paradise at that point. There are an awful lot of regular, get-up-everyday folks in every one of these Arab nations saying, we're really not on board with the end of the world, thank you very much. We, We figure we can sort of, you know, hammer out some dents over there and some dents over there, but we don't have to blow the whole thing up. But the leadership in Iran wants that. These are not rational people. And they are all about, all about the destruction of this very world. I just have to tell you that... uh, We hopefully will see a, a resolution that is appropriate. Israel, of course, being told, "Oh, you have to uh, you have to have a uh, a response that you know somehow is is equal." How, how do you have a response like that? All the rest of the world's, oh, now that Israel's on its knees, now it's time for a ceasefire. Now it's time for them to stop fighting. And you can like. Bibi Netanyahu or hate Bibi Netanyahu, I remind you that uh, politics in Israel is very much a, a full contact sport. Reminds me of growing up in Philadelphia. And what, what have I told you about the saying? Right? Two Jews, three opinions. So argument, debate, disagreement, par for the course, baby. But here's what you can't doubt about BB Netanyahu. He is one tough guy. And he will not, will not allow the Jewish people to be exterminated. That's all. He understands what's at stake, even as these thousand useful morons. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medellin is the mark of a fighter. You've earned
4: this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight.
1: VCU have no idea they think it's cool Oh, I'm gonna wave a flag I'll wear a keffiyeh I'm down with the cause are you because if you are you're an idiot and I hope you're not that big an idiot Uh, nice note coming in says Jeff uh, thank you thank you thank you I love the opportunity to learn everything that I can about the Jewish people in Israel thank you for playing the national anthem on Fridays absolutely Uh, national anthem is called Hatikva Hebrew for the hope it is all about the hope that we as the Jewish people had that we would uh, be able to return to Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, and that was accomplished 70 uh, some years ago, the modern state of Israel. Same time by the way that the Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan was set up. That's the quote Palestinian homeland right there across the river. It is 4:26 Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA. Four thirty six, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon, and we have a lot. We have a lot that we are dealing with. I'll remind you that at 535, we'll be chatting with uh, Erin Barr. Uh, She is the independent running for Commonwealth's attorney down in Chesterfield County. That office has, um, unfortunately, had a... uh, Terrible, terrible reputation of late, and Erin uh, Barr says that uh, she can she can clean it up. She's been endorsed, by the way, by uh, Billy Davenport, amongst others, the uh, longtime Commonwealth's attorney down there. That'll happen at five thirty-five. It is Monday, so my friend Carl Carlson joins us at four thirty-five. We talk a little bit about uh, economic stuff and. What's impacting this? What's impacting that? And, uh, of course, how we could all get ready for what uh, someday would be a lovely retirement if we do things properly. Carl, good afternoon, my friend.
3: Hey, Jeff, great to be here.
1: Yes, the uh, the pleasure is mine. So g- give us a sense. Uh, you know, with this war in the Middle East, everybody is concerned about how it's going to impact them, I-, I think starting really with uh, w- with oil, right? I mean, that-, that seems to be the logical place.
3: Yeah, that's going to continue to impact this inflation that we've been dealing with. Not going to make it... Uh, go away as quickly as maybe we would hope Mm -hmm. seems like it keeps kind of maybe it's going to be okay ah no there it goes again maybe it's going to be okay ah no there it goes again and uh so this is something that i think can uh, push us back to where we get a little bit of inflation concerns again
1: so is there a way to actually be on guard against that cuz you know the last couple of months you open up your 401k statements and and it just seems like everything's down.
3: Yeah, I, I think um our philosophy when you're what what you want to be doing is as the market is going up And let's say specifically, we like to own individual stocks, Um, generally large cap or mega cap, something like Microsoft or Apple. What you want to do is watch them as they increase. So this is where you have to have your financial plan in place. You have to have your investment plan in place. You have to have your income plan. You just need to know where you're at, where you want to be, mm-hmm. and then as those stocks, and you can even do this individually. We do this, and that is wow. Microsoft all of a sudden just came out, released their latest earnings. Their stock shot up. Let's say that that didn't happen today, but let's right. say that happens. Yeah, and uh, all of a sudden their prices pops up and it's quite a bit more than what we would think it's really worth. Okay. And so you need to take those opportunities to sell a a chunk of that stock, whether it's a quarter of it, a third of it, a half of it, and set some money in cash or Mm -hmm. a money market account, which today is earning like 5.3%. So Mm it doesn't hurt you to hold on to it like it used to when it was point zero five percent right so you set it in cash and then that way when the market drops you're you're not going to see your entire balance drop you're going to have some stuff in there now that's stable mm-hmm. and may even give you an opportunity to buy back in so that's the kind of investment strategies we need to be thinking about as we're going through all of this market volatility and it's going to be market volatility up as well as down. So the opportunities sometimes may only exist one day. Oh, and okay. uh, like oh. the market was up strong. The NASDAQ was up pretty good today. So uh you just have to pay real close attention or have a financial advisor that does that for you.
1: Right, right. Now, what about uh, I, I, something that's more, I guess, conservative, right? The closer we get to retirement, I mean, it's almost on a daily basis, the closer you get, you, you've got less time to make up anything that might go sideways. You're you're looking and saying, okay, well, it'd be nice if it went up 20%, but I'd be happy with five or six.
3: Yeah, you need to... Uh... The closer you, if you're retired, especially, or I would say if you're within three years, maybe three to five years, you need to start paying particular attention to whenever the market is up nice, Mm -hmm. slide some money out of the market over into safe investments. And I would kind of say if you're within three years of retirement, you know, everybody's different, but in general, I would say you probably need to be thinking about somewhere close to 50% of your money safe. And uh, the other 50% right now, I like to be more in growth stocks. Uh So you still get that nice opportunity when those growth stocks all of a sudden shoot up 30%. Right uh you get that great opportunity but when they drop by 30% you have this nice solid money that you can dip into for income and some money that's not going down so okay that's called allocation how much of your investments should be allocated to something safe versus allocated to something risky yeah. and you need to really get tight on figuring that out when you're 5 to years and for sure within 3
1: And what is the retirement age these days? Because it just seems like they keep raising. It's like moving the goalposts with Lucy and Charlie Brown or something. You
3: know, for most people, if they're not working with us, I think it's about 105.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You got to get this stuff right. It's crazy out there. And if you don't have this right in your investment, you want to get great growth. And at the same time, you want to have really nice safety and protection. And it's not easy getting that combination and getting it right.
1: No, it definitely is. Well, I know you've got some dinners coming up, Carl. At uh, sixty-five, though, Jeff. What's that? Sixty-five. Sixty-five is a good target. Uh
3: huh. If you haven't saved as much as maybe you think you should, because at sixty-five, you you can go to Medicare, and you you won't have to pay for your own insurance. So that's a kind of a good number for some people to shoot for. Okay. You know, if you're 40, I would be shooting for financial freedom by age 55.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Too late for me for that, but all right. So you're saying 65 for uh, for the rest of us. All right. I got you. I got you. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Do you have any tickets left? Any seats available for the Roots Chris dinners, or are they all gone?
3: Well, uh, tomorrow night is. full yeah Yeah. and uh, there's a few seats left for Wednesday night and Thursday night but those will probably be gone uh, probably in the next 24 hours
1: okay all right so for folks who want to try and get either for a Wednesday or Thursday what's the best way for them to uh, get one of those uh, available seats
3: give us a call right away at uh, 844-CARLSON or uh, just go to our website, carlsonfinancial.com, and you can sign up there.
1: I love it, Carl. I always appreciate you being here, my friend. That is Carl Carlson from Carlson Financial. Great advice. Now, again, I always, always, always tell you check out com before you do anything else seriously com you've got the uh, free retirement toolkit that you can take a look at right there uh, it will give you a great idea where you are where you should be where you'd like to be all the rest of that and then then you call them and my goodness wednesday and thursday they still have a couple of seats left for the dinner at Ruth's Chris now there's never any charge that's the thing you get a you get a great dinner even if all you want is the dinner you know, go. You get the great dinner, but you'll be interacting with uh, some of the great crew from Carlson Financial. You'll learn a lot of the stuff that we discuss on a weekly basis. They're going to address uh, in a little more detail, help you out, and, and you got a great steak dinner at the same time. Uh, this is the absolute quintessential win win. 844 Carlson is how you can sign up for that. 844 Carlson. It is 445. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Four fifty one, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon. Erin Barr is going to be with us at uh, five thirty five. She is the independent running for Commonwealth's Attorney down in Chesterfield County. I will remind you that uh, Billy Davenport, the longtime CA in Chesterfield, is is just so appalled at what the incumbent CA down there has done. That uh, he has come out and said, number one, just so you know, she's not related to me. I don't endorse her. I'm endorsing Aaron Barr. He's endorsed Aaron Barr for Commonwealth's attorney, and she'll be with us at 5.30. It's amazing to me just how, how challenged our local prosecutors' offices are with the uh, presence of these progressives. Henrico County. Look, Shannon Taylor, I understand, is busy really running for uh, the Democrats to become attorney general. That's her goal and has been for quite a while. But this idea that she may be playing interference for uh, the porn candidates in the uh, State House of delegates race, that's troubling. And you should understand, you really should understand that Henrico County police officers who have stood up and said we are not only not endorsing, Shannon Taylor, but we are endorsing Shannon Dillon, the right Shannon for that office. They know they work every single solitary day with uh, the CA and Henrico and they know that she's not interested in prosecuting criminals. They know that she's much more interested in in telling victims to go hit the pike than helping them. And so they have uh, said we're endorsing her opponent. It's the same thing down in Chesterfield County. Talk about an absolutely embarrassing, mortifying situation for that uh, Stacy Davenport, the incumbent down there. She's a member of the Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police Lodge. And you know they've endorsed Aaron Barr. Think about that. There's nobody that knows her better than the members of the Chesterfield County Police Department, the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office, the members of the Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police. And they have essentially said, we don't trust her. We, we wouldn't trust her as far as we could throw her. And so they have endorsed her opponent, the independent, Aaron Barr, who's going to be with us at 535. And then over in Goochland County, this is another one that's it, it's such an interesting situation. You've got the incumbent over there, this caudal, who has uh, exactly no support, it would seem, from the members of the Goochland County Sheriff's Office. Five oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Let's be very, very clear, gang. Any gag order on the former president of the United States is a terrible miscarriage of justice. Now, I know the uh, the news media folks like to say, "Well, you know, it's narrow, Jeff. It's just a, a small piece over here." You you cannot limit the free speech rights of the leading candidate for president. I, I don't care if you don't like him. I mean, believe me, we all know you don't like him. You've made that very, very clear. But this idea that some unelected judge is going to place a restriction of any sort on the free speech of former President Donald Trump, who is the leading candidate in both the primary and the general election for 2024, to return to the Oval Office. That's just not the way this works. It's appalling. Absolutely appalling. Equally as appalling. Folks who are going along with it. There was a time we had real honest to goodness, hard-hitting journalists in America. The national stage, yeah, we did. They're gone now. Could you imagine for a second that a judge somewhere said, "Oh, that 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 person, Hillary Clinton? Oh no, she can't speak." She's not going to be allowed to address certain things. People would have taken to the streets. it, it It's just, uh, it's an insult is what it is. And it is outrageous. And it just is wrong on every single solitary level. All right. Now, I feel a little bit better. Uh, Erin Barr is going to be with us, the independent candidate running for Commonwealth's attorney down in Chesterfield County. She's going to be here at 535. Hey, another inmate death under the watch of Dr. Antoinette Irving, the sheriff of the city of Richmond. How many of these inmate deaths is it going to take before the board that accredits jails in the Commonwealth yanks the accreditation from the Richmond City Sheriff's Office? How many inmate deaths is it going to take before someone at the state level says, this, this 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 sheriff is just grossly incompetent. I, I I don't know the answer to it. I'm just telling you. It's absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. Am I the only one who cares about the deaths of the inmates? I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Could you imagine, Donald Trump? And Joe Biden being treated the same way? Well, one of the uh, the news readers on the uh, CBS uh, national stage is appalled at the idea. Uh, take a listen to this. Cut number one, please.
4: Well, when you look at the documents, both the the classification level and the subject matter, um, both sides, Trump and Biden's documents, if they had been released in the public or gotten into the hands of nefarious parties, would be damaging to the United States national security. When I look at those documents, there are documents on both sides, equally egregious, that would have negative consequences to our means, methods, techniques, and, and our allies. Now, in this instance, I think President Biden needs the same consequence that 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 they pursue with with President Trump that the actions are, are the same. And in this instance if you notice indictment? you're getting leak, you're getting leak after leak after leak on the trump documents you're hearing nothing on the biden documents so you're continuing to see the inequality that comes out of the justice department as there's silence on the other side with respect to Biden's. Uh, and by the way, he was a he was a serial classified document hoarder. I reviewed documents that were from yeah. all the time that he's, he's been in government. Uh, this really is a very serious breach by President Biden.
3: Just to, to
0: be clear here, though, are you saying that President Biden had top secret and T.S.S.C.I. classification level documents in his personal home? That, that's forever? That,
4: that's. That's public already, uh, Margaret. That, that is, So I'm not confirming something that, that people don't already know. That is correct.
0: Okay, so I think you're saying that he should be indicted when you say
2: treated the same? I
4: think they need to be treated exactly the same. Now, they're continuing their investigation with, with President Biden. I don't think if President Biden, in the end, has been found to violate the law, and I believe from what I've seen that he has, that he should be treated any differently than Donald Trump. I mean, why would he? Uh, just because he's president or because he's a Democrat? And that's how the Department of Justice has been acting. They need to be treated the same.
1: She's appalled. Oh, my God. I was like, well, yeah. Number one, everybody forgets the president can actually uh, go in and just change anything from classified to unclassified, declassified, anytime he wants. And that's, that's part of the argument from former President Trump. Joe Biden had this stuff while he was vice president. You know what power the vice president has? None. Zero. Nada. Zilch. Vice President is there sort of as window dressing. He, he's, he or she is the spare. God forbid something happens to the President. Well, you get the Vice President. But until such time as that may happen, the Vice President's main job is standing by in the event they have to fly to the funeral of some foreign leader. That's it. They don't do Jack Diddley squat. And they have no power. Joe Biden had no power. No right to have any of the stuff that he had. And in fact, you can go back all the way to the days when he was a U.S. senator. Because they also found that stuff. There's no argument to be made there on any level. None. So when are they going to prosecute him? When are they going to indict him? I, I don't know. I don't know. But if you're going to treat everybody the same way. Seems to me that uh, he ought to be on the list. He ought to be the guy who is also worried about uh, being indicted. We'll see. This is some of the stuff we'll be tackling at uh, Politics and Pints. The next Politics and Pints event, which has been going on for five years now, is going to be Wednesday, November the 1st. It's at the very historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. You will have the opportunity to experience and i think that's the only way i can describe you will experience politics and you don't just watch it you don't just listen to it you really do experience it and it does get sort of hot and heavy because it's me it's john reed and it's howard Gutman, and we tackle every single solitary issue you can think of poor gary hess he's got to get himself one of those black and white referee shirts because he's he's sort of our uh, ringmaster, master of ceremonies, referee. Maybe we get him a top hat too. He does a great job though. Now, this time, uh, former Governor Doug Wilder is going to join us, I guess, for a couple of minutes. Nobody's told me exactly uh, how that's going to work. But I would assume he's coming out for a couple of moments at the beginning to sort of uh, say hello to everybody, welcome everybody. And then uh, he'll hand it off to, uh, to me, to John, to Howard, and, and we will go at it uh, during Politics and Pints' fifth year. It always sells out because it's always such a great time. People talk about it. And they beg, honest I, I to goodness, I could sh- I'd have to show you some of the emails that are nothing short of begging, please do another one, please come this way. Uh, this one is going to be just about a week before the election, so there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. How do you get your tickets? It's a great question. There's only one way, and there's never been any way other than this. You have to go to the website newsradiowrba.com NewsRadioWRVA.com. You can go there right now. You'll see you have a couple of options. Uh, if you're kind of on the bubble about the VIP package, and make no mistake, if I were you, I would do the VIP package. It really just as simple as that. Because you're going to get early entry, which I think is always valuable. And, and that time that you get in there early, you're going to be hanging out at a nice meet and greet with me, with John, with Howard. You've got seats in the in the in the front rows. You've got a uh, ticket, which if you're over the age of twenty one, gets you a beverage with a proof sign after it. And make no mistake, I always have a I always have one of those beverages before we do this. That eh, it's just me. Just me. Uh, I know Howard is, uh, he's got like a big glass of liberal tears that he has. Oh, no, no, that's John. Uh, what does Howard have before the show? I'm not quite sure. But I know somebody else paid for it. But anyway, you will love it. You can get your tickets now. Newsradio, com. 515 Jeff Katz, news Radio WRVA. <laughs> 521, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Monday. Yes, it is. Aaron Barr, Independent candidate for Chesterfield Commonwealth's attorney, is going to be with us at uh, 535. Tomorrow afternoon, we've got uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. dropping by. And looking forward to uh, chatting with him. Uh, my old friend uh, Mort Klein, the president of ZOA, Zionist Organization of America, is going to be here tomorrow as well. A couple of interesting texts here. 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. Uh, Chuck is happy to hear that we now have uh, 8 News, ABC 8, for our weather. Yep. We are as well. We're very happy about that. You've uh, heard the great John Bernier during this program. We've got Matt DeNardo. Matt's actually going to be with us uh, just as a guest in the next couple of days. He's got some interesting stuff that he's doing. He did that uh, Dancing with the Stars, like a local version, uh, to raise money for uh, some great charitable stuff. So Matt will be with us, talk about that. But yeah, we are uh, very, very happy that uh, ABC 8, 8 News, now taking care of the weather and uh, really, really doing some great stuff with the, uh, the news. Uh, Jeff, I love you, but I don't like all the gambling ads that I hear. Remember, the house always wins. You're promoting that nonsense. And many folks have no business gambling with their responsibilities. Well, of course the house always wins. That's the essence of gaming. I understand that. But in between the house winning, there are people who are not the house who do win. And and truthfully, if anybody is gambling that much money on a uh, on a football game, then you got other issues. So I'm I'm not going to apologize for that. Jeff, was it a coincidence when the radio cut off right near five when you were talking about political stuff? Uh, no, that would just be our state-of-the-art equipment. That <laughs> it could poop out when we were talking about sunshine and rainbows. Make no mistake about it. We've got. Uh, well, we have stuff, truthfully. Uh, we, we joke about it, but it's absolutely true. We, we have equipment that belongs in the Museum of Broadcasting. That, <laughs> it's just the way that it is. Uh, we'll complain about that at Politics and Plains. We always do. i uh, been complaining about it for years. Uh, will it? It's not going to change, so we might as well complain about it. So you'll want to come to Politics and Plains. You really will for uh, for a little peek behind the scenes. We will talk about uh, Howard Gutman as an example. Just as one example of stuff that we pull the curtain back on. Do you know he writes a script for his show every week? Honest to God, he he emails a script. It's like 100 pages long. And I'm thinking, oh, good Lord, man. Why? And then you remember, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His, his, His real job. He's he's a practitioner of the dark arts. He's an attorney, so you know that's what he does. Uh, we'll we'll talk about John and his really odd fascination with the royal family of England. Uh, for some reason that I do not understand, we we have these giant cardboard cutouts of uh, what's her name, the late Queen, and and the current dude, uh, King Chuck, and his kids, Prince Schmendrick, and Prince what's his face. And I don't understand it. John Reed is one of the most patriotic, proud Americans I know. And yet, he has festooned the radio factory with cutouts of the British royal family. So these are some of the things that, uh, yeah, we will be chatting about A politics and plans. You don't really get to uh, hear us talk about that. That much on the air. So get your tickets now, newsradiowrba.com. Even if you're not into politics, just like some of the scuttlebutt, I'm telling you, newsradiowrba.com. Get your tickets Wednesday, November the 1st. We're at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. I'm looking forward to seeing you there and I'm looking forward to chatting with Aaron Barr at 535. It is 527. Jeff Katz, news radio, WRBA. 5.35, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday evening. We are in the midst of election season. Some people don't like the fact we got 45 days to vote. Others are thrilled with it. I- I'm just here to tell you these are the rules, and you got to play by the rules. You want to win the game, you got to play by the rules. You don't like the rules? All right, yeah, win the election and then do something to change the rules. But these are the rules. Chesterfield County is seeing, I would dare say, a hotly contested race for Commonwealth's attorney. I have been so thoroughly disappointed in the performance of the incumbent, uh, Stacy Davenport, and I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Some of the people that uh, know Davenport the best have gone to great lengths to say that she does not deserve reelection, and that includes the Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police. I'll remind you, Stacey Davenport is a member of the Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police, and they still voted to endorse her opponent, Erin Barr, the independent running for CA, and uh, she is joining us. Erin, thank you for being here.
0: Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me again.
1: Absolutely. Good to have you here. And I have to ask you, how does it feel to get the endorsement of the FOP?
0: Oh, I am so honored by that endorsement. I know you and I, the first time I was on your show, talked about um, how I'm the daughter of a state trooper. My dad was with the state police for over 30 years and then was the president of the State Police Association. So next to Billy Davenport, the Chesterfield Fraternal Order of Police um, endorsement, both of those together mean the world to me. Um, as you mentioned, Stacy Stacy Davenport is a member of the Fraternal Order of Police and was endorsed by them in 2019, I believe. Yep. Um, and given what's happened over the last four years in the Chesterfield Commonwealth Attorney's Office, um, I think they've seen kind of the the fallout and what's happened with that office, and know that there needs to be a change. So I am I am super proud and just could not be more honored. That you know, they've worked with her for the last four years. Ten years before that, I I worked for a decade with the police there in Chesterfield when I was um, an assistant and deputy Commonwealth attorney there. And I'm glad that they've looked at my track record and history and how I worked with police and how you know I communicated and and cooperated and and built that relationship with them and have chosen to endorse me. It was a really meaningful night, and I was I- proud. My dad got to be there the night that we went. And I spoke to them, so it's wow. it's really meaningful to me. I,
1: I can I can only begin to imagine. I'm sure your dad is uh, is very proud of you anyway, but that's got to be an extra little uh, pep in his step. Let me let me ask you about Billy Davenport because you just mentioned him. Billy Davenport has gone to such great lengths to say, number one, I'm not related to the current Commonwealth's attorney, and number two. I'm endorsing her opponent, Aaron Barr. Billy Davenport is legendary in prosecutor uh, <laughs> circles and in Chesterfield, is he not?
0: He is. He was our Commonwealth attorney for 30 years, legendary in prosecuting, not just in common sense prosecution across the board, but in prosecuting some pretty um, heinous capital cases. Um, he and Warren Von um, He, uh, You know, we're still combating. He has come out both in the primary race when Tom McKenna, challenged Stacey Davenport and then in, in the current um, general election and made it a point to say he is not related to her, but standing, I've been out at the polls greeting voters for early voting, and that's still something that a lot of people are surprised to hear. So we really need to get that word out. They are not related. Um, and he is also, like the Fraternal Order Police, has looked at what's happened over the last four years and has endorsed me. He hired me as a young prosecutor, and I worked for him for about eight years before he retired, um, so again, I'm very honored, and I would note he's chosen to endorse three people in the um, Chesterfield elections this year, Sheriff Leonard, of course, who does a great job for our community, um, Erica Baez, who's running for clerk of court, and then myself, And and what a great group to be a part of.
1: Wow. Erin uh, Barr joining us. She is an independent running for Commonwealth's attorney. Erin, we've addressed this issue in the past, but, you know, it keeps coming up. There are people who are saying, wait, 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 Erin is really, she's a Democrat. She's always been a Democrat. I don't I don't trust this independent thing. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, I'm just telling you, this is what I'm getting from folks who are saying, I, I don't want to vote for Stacey Davenport, but I, I think Erin Barr is really a Democrat. You want to answer and address some of that? Yeah,
0: you know, I've told you before, I chose to run as an independent because um, this is a nonpartisan office. It's not marked on the ballot, and it shouldn't be a political office. A prosecutor should be beholden to the law, you know, to truth, to justice, and not to a political party. You know, it would have been very easy for me to run as a Democrat. In in fact, a lot of people told me I couldn't run without a major party backing me, um, and that has proven to be untrue, and I hope to prove all those people wrong. Um, But yes, yeah, Stacey Davenport has been jumping up and down, shouting, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat. And I think what that shows is that she believes Chesterfield voters will vote along party lines and they won't intelligently look at the facts. Yeah. Um, She did the same thing to Tom McKenna in the primary, calling him woke. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same playbook that she's just hoping, I guess, that voters will blindly vote and that they're not. Um, very intellectual. I, I have faith that Chesterfield voters are smarter than that, um, that they will pay attention to the facts, and those facts are that you have one candidate, Stacey Davenport, who's been sanctioned by the bar, admonished by the bar, chastised by a circuit court judge, um, for, and I quote the judge, creating circumstances likely to undermine society's confidence in our judicial system. She's lost trust of the police. She's charged police officers when there's not um, any reason or any probable cause to charge police officers. She failed us on the Pastor Blanchard um, prosecution, Mm -hmm. Um, all of these things. And then you have her challenger, me, who you know, has been a prosecutor, career prosecutor for 13 years, is well respected in the legal community. I've been honored for my work with victims by numerous organizations. Um, and I would just challenge those people to, to do what the Fraternal Order of Police have done, do what Billy Davenport um, has done and look at the facts. Um, I do have the support of a lot of Democrats. I, and you and I have talked about this before. I have bipartisan support. Mm-hmm. And it's not such a terrible thing that both sides may agree that we need a change in Chesterfield County and that both sides have looked that, you know, prosecution should be unbiased and that it should be a public per, public servant in that position, not necessarily a politician, and agree that I'm the better candidate. In this world of kind of divisive poli- politics, on the local level at least, I, I have faith in voters that they will look at who's the best to serve the community and in this case that's not i mean that's that's not even contested given the facts and both of our histories as prosecutors
1: Yeah, it's a great point i want to remind everybody Erin barr is joining us she is the independent running for commonwealth's attorney and uh one of the things that that comes up you just mentioned i'm going to ask you to repeat it if you don't mind is the fact that the incumbent Stacy Davenport and I—I'm I, not an attorney, so I'm—I don't want to get the language wrong, but has she been sanctioned, admonished? What what is the proper terminology for what the state bar did, and then what that circuit court judge did?
0: Um, it is a the state bar issued a public admonishment, admonishment. Um, that, that she had violated ethical rules. And I will point out that she had an attorney, one of the best attorneys in the Richmond area, and they agreed that she had violated ethical rules, that she actually agreed to that admonishment. Wow. Um, and that had to do with her speaking to the press um or putting out media releases about a a, a very high-profile homicide case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason prosecutors can't do that is because it could affect the due process rights of the defendant, right? It could affect the trial and the jury pool. Um, so we know that as prosecutors, that we have a duty to make sure people have a fair trial, and she disregarded that duty, and that's why the state bar issued that um, admonishment. Now, the circuit court judge, um, issued that order off of a case. Uh, it was the Blanchard case where Miss Davenport actually went and asked for a special prosecutor to step in because there were a lot of complaints about how she had handled the case, um, and the the court issued this order saying, you know, I I don't agree that she has a conflict, but due to the behavior in this case, again, there are circum that she has created circumstances likely to undermine society's confidence in our judicial system Um, and and on that basis he appointed a special prosecutor to step in and do what really her job was right yeah
1: yeah is isn't that fundamentally uh, in some ways the number one role for the commonwealth's attorney to make sure that all of us sitting out here have confidence in the judicial process
0: no, oh, absolutely! A prosecutor, you know, has a duty to every member of the community, no matter their political party, no matter who they are, no matter whether the victim or the defendant, a, a, a duty to make sure the system works the way it's set up to work, and that right. people have fair trials. That's how we achieve justice: is making sure things are fair and that people are only prosecuted when um, they should be prosecuted, right? right and that's right. been one of the downfalls um, in some of these cases involving. Um, former officers and deputies that have been charged.
1: It's been ridiculous. I mean, it's been clear as well to those of us on the outside, Aaron, that it's it's like it's sniping. It, it seems very much to be a personal attack on Sheriff Leonard because he has pointed out uh, what it is that she has or hasn't done. Uh, attacks on the Chesterfield County Police Department because uh, they said, hey, wait a minute, we, we did exactly what we were supposed to do, and if we had 17 people and you decide that's the one guy you're going to null." Prost, there's a problem, uh-huh. you know, and it just became personal.
0: Yes. And I know a lot of people find it very suspicious, the timing of the charges against the former officer that was charged, as well as the deputy that was charged, yeah. that they kind of coincided with that fallout with Sheriff Leonard and Chief Katz.
1: Yeah, I I just I was absolutely appalled. I don't I don't care what the uh, uh, party affiliation is. I just think it's absolutely (laughs) appalling. I really do. And I just think, given how many members of law enforcement in Chesterfield County have stood up and said, hey, we're not looking at parties or non parties or independents or this, we just know who it is that has done the job, and we we have confidence in her that she'll do the job going forward. And we've seen the last four years that uh, this particular CA is just not getting it done. Hey, Aaron, real quick here for folks who have not voted yet. Remember, we got 45 days to vote now. uh, What's the best way for them to learn more about you?
0: Um, you can go on the web, our website, Aaron Barr for CA.com or on Facebook, Aaron Barr for Chesterfield Commonwealth Attorney. We're posting stuff there all the time and you can reach out. I'll answer my messages there if, if anyone wants to reach out. I'm also spending a lot of time at the registrar. You can come vote um, this week and the following two weeks at the registrar, 830 to 5, and I'm in and out of there. So I'm hope hopeful to meet. i've really enjoyed meeting a lot of voters that have come in and had questions and we've had conversations about issues that are important
1: to them i love that hey has there been a debate between you and ms davenport
0: there has not been ah
1: okay (laughs) all right so she's not answering those calls as quickly as she's not answering our calls i take it
0: (laughs) i suppose
1: uh, all right. Well, listen, Aaron, I appreciate you being here. I really do. I, I've said it before. I don't live in Chesterfield, so I don't get a vote. Uh, if I lived in Chesterfield, I wouldn't have any difficulty at all uh, uh, casting the ballot in a, in a certain direction. And I, I just appreciate you being here. I wish you the best of luck. We'll chat again, I'm sure, before the official, official election day.
0: Yes, thank you so much, Jeff. It's nice to talk to you again.
1: Thank you. That is Erin Barr. She's an independent. She's running for Commonwealth Attorney in Chesterfield County. She has been endorsed by Billy Davenport, the thirty year CA in Chesterfield and a loyal Republican, by the way. And she's been endorsed by the Chesterfield County for Eternal Order of Police. Just so you know. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 552 Jeff Katz News Radio W R V A. Not quite six o'clock. I'm not exactly in the middle of a dream. Although, look, Susanna Hoff shows up. I got news for you. I am gonna be very, very, very nice. I really am. I really, really am. I, I just have always loved Susanna Hoffs. I was a huge fan of the Bengals. Uh, Still love their music. Anyway, uh, quick note here. Chris and Powhatan says, Hey, Jeff, I don't get to vote in Chesterfield, but it definitely sounds like they need your guest, Erin Barr, as their prosecutor. She's very well spoken. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed having her on. Uh, someone else, a uh, uh, member of the law enforcement community, just says, I love Erin. That seems to be the case. There's only, I'm trying to think, anybody that I've heard from that has been advocating for Stacey Davenport one no actually no you know what I know one person who has and uh, I've told you before I don't live in Henrico I don't live in Chesterfield I don't live in Goochland so I don't get to vote in any of those places and that's fine I live in Hanover and I love living in Hanover I can't think of any place other than Hanover that I would want to live anymore Seriously, I just, I I love everything about this county. Great people, beautiful, beautiful uh, landscape, if you will. The topography is marvelous. And we have such strong people running for our uh, countywide constitutional offices. Uh, We don't even have uh, contests. Why? Well, because Dave Hines has been the sheriff for a number of years now. And just does such an incredible job and has created such an incredible agency. Well, not created it. He's maintained it. Supported it. Hanover County Sheriff's Office is actually one of the best anywhere. So he has no opposition, nor should he. Our Commonwealth's attorney up here, Trip Chalkley, has been there for a long time. And he's decided he's retiring. And so uh, one of his deputies, Mackenzie Babichenko, stepped up. And I got to tell you, no opposition there. She's just phenomenal. And so I'm looking forward to voting for, for both Dave Hines and uh, Mackenzie Babichenko. My supervisor, I don't, I don't know if he's got opposition. I really don't. Isn't that crazy? But I'll be voting for Jeff Stoneman. I, I won't think twice about it. I think he's an amazing guy. And you know about John McGuire and Buddy, Buddy Fowler and all the rest of it. But anyway, part of the reason I love Hanover, we, we, we as a community uh, really do care for each other. And I'd like to see that visited upon other counties. I'm not sure that it still exists in some places. I know my buddy John Reed is part of the Henrico County GOP. He's doing everything possible to make sure that Henrico County does not go the way of some other counties. When you realize that there's only one county-wide Republican left in Henrico, that's the clerk of court's. You really do have to sit back and say, wow, that's something else. I mentioned to you that I got a wonderful little gift today. My friend Emily Morrissey down there in Chesterfield from Emily's heard me talking on the air about what's going on in Israel. And I know it's just colored everything for me these last 10, 11 days. And uh, she said we should do something for Jeff. and she's a sweetheart. she's one of the, the, the best human beings I've ever met, Emily and, and her family's pretty doggone good as well I'll tell you. Um, but they made me this beautiful I stand with Israel bracelet, blue and white beads and the words I stand with Israel. And I put a photo up on Facebook. now everybody wants one. So yeah, I think she's making them. Uh, I I am not an employee of Emily's bracelets, believe it or not, I'm not, I'm just a fan. So you can check out the Facebook page, Radio Cats on Facebook, or The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, either one. And I'll put the links up there if you want to get yourself one. I'd love to see everybody wearing one of these I Stand With Israel bracelets. Because I've said it from the beginning, uh, you are either standing with Israel or you are standing with evil. There is no middle ground on this one, none. Tomorrow we've got Mort Klein the uh, president of a uh, Zionist Organization of America and Bobby Kennedy Jr. that all happens tomorrow. I want you to have a fantastic evening. It's beautiful. God willing you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow starting at 3. Jeff Katz News Radio WRVA. Adios, envio, come